You are listening to the Manifested Sis Podcast, a safe space for women of color to explore all things manifesting, wellness, self-care, and personal development. You are always manifesting, and now you can do it intentionally and consciously to create the life of your dreams. Each episode gives you actionable tips and strategies from the spiritual to the practical that will help you get from where you are to exactly where you want to be with grace and ease. Thanks for tuning in. Here's your host, intuitive life coach, Danny Faust. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Manifest It Sis podcast. This is episode numero cinco, and we are talking today with Angela Cruz about woo-woo weight loss and manifesting your ideal body and health. Thanks so much for coming back and tuning in. Um, Today, my guest, Angela Cruz, she is someone that I am happy to be able to call a colleague, a friend, and a client. She is a mom based in South Florida. She's a former TV news anchor turned blogger and YouTuber and OMAG insider and PR person in corporate and media trainer. (laughs) She does a lot, folks. And I think you're going to get a lot from what she says about her spiritual take on her weight release journey. She drops hella bombs in this episode. And if you don't have a pen and paper handy, get one. Or if you're feeling lazy, I don't judge you. I got everything for you that she mentions in the show notes. And before I jump into it, I just want to say, sorry, y'all, I'm apologizing because my audio on this episode is raggedy as fuck and I don't know how to fix it. There's the truth. So (laughs) the good thing is I don't talk much in this episode. Angela takes the ball and runs with it, giving you tip after tip after useful nugget. So you won't hear me too much. But I just wanted to apologize because in the beginning, my audio is a bit uh, echoey. So my apologies, and let's jump in with Angela Cruz. All right, so let's jump in. Angela, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you. Me too. I am really excited to have you as a guest and have our listeners hear from your amazing success and the not so typical ways that you found the success with your health and weight loss journey. I'm just, I'm pumped. I think they're going to pick up some tips, give some advice and tips. Absolutely. I, um, so I start every episode the same way with one question, which is what does manifesting mean to you? So I like to call myself a master manifester. And to me, it is the art of getting what you really want Mm -hmm. in the timing that you want. I think the timing is what can often trip us up. But for me, master manifesting is that I get what I want very quickly. (laughs) So I think it's because I stay in a state of gratitude and joy pretty much every day. And so everybody out there listening who's like, how can I manifest the life of my dreams? Get happy. That's my number one rule is you're meant to be joyful. So find what makes you happy and do it. Get that inner happiness and you will find out that your life is suddenly, boom, manifesting. 
I love that. So is gratitude what keeps you in your happy space? Yes, because it shifts you. Even if you've had a bad day or things are not going the way you want, you can stop, you can pause, you can say, what are some things that I am grateful for? It shifts the way you look at whatever circumstance you're in. It brings you back to a state of happiness and a place of feeling good. And so I really believe that gratitude and appreciation are the key. Fantastic. So that is a very... um a very great way to stay positive, manifest what you want. And how does that now relate to weight loss? Like, can you tell us about your weight loss journey and what that has to do with the whole manifesting thing? I like to say that I have manifested the weight that I've released so far. As of today, I'm down 35 pounds, which I'm very proud Ooh. of. Congrats. Thank you. About halfway to my goal because my ultimate goal is to lose about 80. But I say that I manifested it because it did not come in the standard fashion. You know how they always say, I mean, Danny, you're very expert when it comes to health and fitness, the the rule of good old fashioned diet and fitness. I think it's missing a component of spirituality. And until I started my spiritual awakening, I did not I don't think I would ever be able to find lasting weight loss because I've been a yo-yo dieter my entire life. And it's always been the struggle of my life. It's been one of those things where I look around and I'm like, I'm able to succeed in this area and that area and this, and my relationships are going well. I'm very happy. But why is my weight, which is such an important thing, why is it such a struggle for me? And I have to tell you, pretty much anybody out there who's listening probably feels those feelings of insecurity. And I feel that outwardly people looked at me and would tell me, oh, you're so confident. And I'm like, you don't know what's going on the inside. I don't feel worthy. I don't feel like, you know, I I don't even feel like I deserve a friend or I deserve this job promotion or this and that. And it was very much an internal belief that I had, that I had absorbed the message that you have to look a certain way or be thin to be worthwhile or to be worthy and deserving of love. And it wasn't until I made the dramatic change in my beliefs that I am perfect now that I made the change and suddenly it was like, boom, oh my goodness, now I'm manifesting weight loss like easy and with flow. Because before, before I made that shift to self-love, it was like I was losing weight, but it was the white knuckle journey of counting all my Weight Watchers points, which I do love Weight Watchers. I'm on it, still big passionate advocate for it. But until I made that shift, it wasn't easy for me. Now, I hardly even think about food. Like, don't get me wrong, I like to eat, but I don't obsess about it anymore. I don't feel a compulsion to binge eat like I used to. to sit there and eat an entire box of cornflakes. Like I couldn't stop. So I think that manifesting my weight loss for me meant that it is the weight loss the way that I want it. It's not the struggle. It's not the white knuckle. It's the easy, I feel like a quote unquote normal eater. Like I feel like a normal person that doesn't worry about food. And I cannot believe I'm sitting here saying these words to you today because it was probably two or three months ago that I was not in this state. So it is a fast shift. So you can change very quickly. I'm living proof of that. So to manifest anything, whether it's weight loss or you know, more money or love, you have to feel the feeling as if you already have it. And for me, what I asked myself was, how would if actually you asked me this, Danny, you said, how would you treat yourself if you loved yourself? Ask yourself, what would someone who loved herself do? What would someone who loved herself act like? And I believe you had said that to me. And I remember thinking, well, a person who loved herself would make a point to go walking every day because that's good exercise and it's fun. So I took those steps. But I think what happened with my inner love was that I said, okay, why am I withholding this from myself? Why am I sitting here thinking, 
I'm not worthy of love because I weigh more than 200 pounds. So when I suddenly realized, I don't care if you weigh 600 pounds, you deserve love and you're perfect now. And you should give yourself that love. When I decided, because it is a choice, it is your choice to decide to love yourself. When I decided that I was going to love myself and that I was worthy of love today, that's when my life changed and everything fell into place and I manifested the tools that I needed to get where I am today. That included having a Reiki session with you, starting a daily meditation practice, praying to angels for help, finding uh, a weight loss system that was easy for me that flow. When I talk about Weight Watchers, a lot of people get caught up in the food. It's not about the food. The food is just, you know, it's fuel for your body, but it's not something that's worth obsessing over. I like Weight Watchers because it's something I've done for years, so it's easy for me, and that's why I've decided to stick with it, and it's working great. But it's also doing the other steps that it takes for you to feel the love. And I also think that what happens is that people who have weight struggles, which I'm still raising my hand and talking about myself here, people with weight struggles, you don't realize that that feeling you think you're going to have when you're at your goal weight, you don't realize that you can have it right this instant. That was what kind of woke me up. I was like, oh my God, you mean I want to, okay, I want to weigh 120 pounds. So you mean I can feel good right now at 200 pounds? What? And so I decided to feel good about the way I feel. And you know, you hear it, you hear it all the time about, oh, you got to love yourself before you get to the next point. I think I was subconsciously holding myself back because what trips us up is that we think if I love myself today at 200 pounds, that tells my subconscious mind, I won't need to move to get to 120 pounds, but that's not true. Abraham Hicks, the spiritual leader says, in order to get to 120 pounds or wherever you want to be for manifesting, you have to appreciate and feel gratitude for where you are now. And so that was when I finally started living the words that I had been hearing for years because I'd heard Abraham Hicks say that on videos because every Abraham Hicks video I listened to was about weight loss. But it wasn't until I actually understood it and began living it that everything just snapped into place. So I also want to recommend a book too that for me was instrumental. And I don't know for anybody listening if this is instrumental, but I would highly, highly, highly also recommend the book Brain Over Binge, especially if you're a female. If you're a male, I would recommend the book Never Binge Again. They're the same principle, but they're written in different styles. The Brain Over Binge author's female. I related more to her. The Never Binge Again author is male. He has a little bit of a different approach. Both are valid. Both talk about the addiction brain. And so for me, I was addicted to binge eating because I was trying to numb out my feelings. So if you're listening to this and this is resonating with you and you raise your hand when you hear me say, I ate to numb my feelings, I ate to numb when I was happy just as much as when I was sad. So if you're listening and that resonates, that means at some point you absorb the message that it's a bad thing to feel. You absorb the message that emotions are bad, but they're not. Emotions teach us things. They teach us valuable information. So now that I have made that shift, I stop and ask myself, what is this emotion teaching me? I learned this because I had a health coach who was a binge eater too. And she told me, you know, whenever you feel a happy urge and you suddenly feel the urge to binge and you're happy because you would think it's only you're only binging when you're sad but you're happy this is like the most big wake-up call that you could have that you feel that feeling is bad 
that you feel any any kind of feeling is bad, whereas feelings and emotions, as you know, Danny, are our emotional guidance systems, and they give us information and data about our wants. So Abraham Hicks, I'm going to quote a lot of Abraham Hicks because I'm a big student and a big proponent of the law of attraction and manifesting, and this is you know they are the originator pretty much of the phrase the law of attraction. They brought it into you know mass collective consciousness, but they will tell you that um. Your emotions guide you and contrast, they use the word contrast, which I didn't understand for years. Contrast is basically you experiencing an experience that you don't want to experience, but it's important that you experience it so that you know what you don't want. Therefore, you can point and focus on what you do want. So I lived a life of contrast of almost 40 years of being overweight and all of the things that I did, like all of the accomplishments that I had, all of the awards and accolades and all the things that I've done, you know, being a blogger or having a career success or, you know, being good at this and, you know, being a good, you know, pianist or a good press release writer, or all the things that I was proud of. I think I was trying to achieve my way to love. I was an overachiever because I thought I had to earn people's love. Then I realized I'm worthy and deserving of love today. So I suddenly don't feel the need to prove those things anymore. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited. You know, I'm excited if I do something good and something good happens. You know, I, I'm gonna tell you my biggest manifesting story of the day as of today, because it just came out. I am in Oprah magazine's 20th anniversary edition. So excited about it. I manifest. Thank you. It's a manifestation. It's literally a manifestation. So another piece of advice that I have is that um, I think the way I got this is that I played the wouldn't it be nice game. And I don't think I even consciously played it. I think I just kind of think like this. But if you're out there listening and you're thinking, what in the world is the wouldn't it be nice game? It is such a fun game. I actually started playing it with my husband because in the book, Asking It Is Given by Abraham Hicks, they write a whole chapter. I think it's chapter 22 about just saying the phrase, wouldn't it be nice? And then launch into what you want. And the reason it's good is because to manifest something... When you put out the desire, you also at the same time activate the opposite desire of you not having it. So right now, as I sit here, I don't even remember my weight. I think it's like 174, something like that. I want to weigh 120 something. So let's say I want to weigh 124. So I'm 50 pounds away from where I want to be, right? So as I activate the desire of I want to weigh 125, I'm also activating that desire of I don't weigh 125. So you're activating two different things at once. When you play the wouldn't it be nice game, you are activating it very softly without the resistance. So when I play the game of wouldn't it be nice that I weighed 125 pounds, I can imagine how it's going to feel. I can imagine what my body is going to look like and I can feel gratitude and appreciation for that body, which may not be here today, but it's coming. It is coming. Like I feel certainty that it's coming. So I feel like I just gave like 25 tips all at once. Oh my God, you did. And I loved it. I'm here. You can see my mouth, my cheeks are hurting. I'm smiling so big right now. I'm like, yes, more stuff, more stuff. Yes. Girl, you said a word and a half and then some, but I I loved all of it. And okay, the wouldn't it be nice game? I play that constantly and I tell my clients to do it all the time. Actually, on the live stream I just did recently in my Facebook group, I taught them the the tool and a few people are already telling me they're loving it and having good results. Have you manifested with it? I I always manifest with it because I use it in the now. I use it like if I'm driving and someone slows in front of me, I'll say, wouldn't it be nice if he just turned off at the next corner and boom, he turns off at the next corner. (laughs) It always, I always manifest with it and it's small things and bigger things. Um, But okay. So you said a whole lot and we're going to, I got to go back into a few of these things. So 
first of all, listeners, I hope you have pen and paper because she just gave you a sermon. Oh, my God. Angela. Okay. Where do I begin? First of all, I love that you call it a weight release instead of losing weight because when we lose something, we tend to want to find it. So I love that you're just calling it a release because it doesn't serve you anymore and you're allowing it to go. So that's just a beautiful way of phrasing. And we know that the way we speak yes. matters when it that's comes why. to manifesting and just how we live and how we feel. So that's why I did it. I love By the way, tip, because, you know, I'm going to fill this up with some tips because you're like, look, Please people do. need actionable items. All right. Yes. Here's your actionable item for people listening. Remember what she just said. Words matter. And so, therefore, be intentional with your words because I've always thrown them around. I've always been like, I want to lose weight. I want to blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like super intentional with what I say out loud, especially. I don't even joke about my weight anymore. I used to joke, like self-deprecating joke. Listen, people who are overweight, I think we always try to be funny so that we're cool. People like us. You know, again, we're trying to earn that love, even though you deserve your love now. I will tell you that you have to be very like careful with the words because when you speak it out loud, you're sending your subconscious mind, oh, Okay, well, I'll keep you overweight then because that's what you said. Therefore, it is your truth. Oh, I got something I didn't say that's really important, Danny. We got to say it now. Say it. (laughs) Remember that what you attach I am to, I'm telling you, this is a lesson straight from my health coach. She's amazing and I'm grateful for it because she very quickly taught me these lessons. So I cannot take credit. I did not make this up. Basically, uh, I learned from her that what you attach I am to is so important because by the way, one of the mistakes that I made and I forgive myself for this. You got to forgive yourself for everything that you do that didn't serve you because they teach you all lessons. I forgive myself that I would always say I am a binge eater. That is literally what I would say out loud. And it reinforced itself. It was that never ending fulfilling cycle. So don't say that. What you have to say instead is I was, or you could even say, how did I, I changed it by first saying, because it's got to be something you truly believe. I think I started by saying, I am in recovery from binge eating addiction. So that worked. I was like, okay, I believe that. So I said that for like a week or two. Then I was able to say, I have in the past suffered binge eating episodes. And then I believe that as well. Then I was, now I say like, I am no longer a binge eater. Like I actually do attach an identity to it because that is what I want. You see what I'm saying? So then you can go a step further and just say, I am a healthy eater. I'm a healthy eater. I eat, I am someone who eats according to my goals. You can further distance yourself. The whole thing with that is distancing yourself away from the past behavior Mm -hmm. or way of being that you're no longer associating and identifying with. Mm -hmm. So everyone who's listening, feel free to check out episode two. It's all about affirmations. And I talk about the I am in that episode. I am. It's so important. And I love that you, where do I even go? Okay. So I love that you tried so many things. So I know I hear a lot from women who are working on their bodies and their health at large that, you know, they tried something, it didn't work. They tried whatever, this diet, it didn't work. So they're just giving up. Mm-hmm. What do you say to that person? Because look, you've tried Reiki, you've tried meditation, Weight Watchers. Clearly you were yo-yo dieting in the past. You've tried different books. You're learning from all different spiritual masters and you're doing the practical things, which is what we're all about here. We love the woo-woo and the practical. Mm-hmm. So what do you say to the person who's like, well, listen, I'm a yo-yo dieter. I've tried it all. This mindset shit's not going to work for me. What do you tell her? I'm going to tell you that if you have the desire to release weight, we're going to say release instead of lose. If you have the desire to release weight, then you have the ability to achieve it because Abraham Hicks teaches us we can have whatever we desire. So I would tell you to not give up. 
because you don't just say, you know, I took a bath today, therefore I never need to bathe again. Like you just keep doing different things, you know, like you brush your teeth every day. Well, okay. You know, like things don't stick. So sometimes you have to reinforce things as well. Also, you were the one who advised me in our Reiki session. You were like, you need to throw everything at it. Don't just try one thing. Don't just do Weight Watchers. Do all the spiritual things. Do the meditation and affirmation writing. And, you know, you could do scripting. You could do um, visualization techniques. You can do self-hypnosis. I even tried Psych K. So people may not have heard of that. That's kind of an, a different thing. And it was good. You know, so do as many things as you think you need until you get to where you want to be. I will also tell you that um, I do feel very blessed and lucky because I feel like I am in that state of flow, but it didn't happen overnight. And I think I also manifested this in perfect timing. You have to remember, and I'm sure you've said this to your listeners before, you have to memorize the phrase, Everything is always working out for me in perfect timing because Abraham Hicks is always like, they'll say it over and over and over. They will say over and over, everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working out mm-hmm. for me. And I will literally say that phrase. And I think that my weight release took 40 years, you know, but guess what? It worked out for me. So don't give up. People do not feel discouraged. You can be at the beginning of your weight loss journey and be like, Angela, I am over 200 pounds. I'm like, look, I was too, like uh, four or five, six months ago. That wasn't even that long ago. That's like nothing, you know? And then now I'm so glad I have to tell you, I'm so glad that I started those spiritual woo-woo stuff at a point where I was already down like 20, 25 pounds, because I feel that if I started the spiritual woo-woo stuff and I was down only five, I don't think I would impress people that much, you know, because people take you more seriously when you're like, yeah, I lost 35 pounds. They'd be like, dang, you know, because it's just a big number that they're like, oh, wow, she must be doing something that's working. And so I'm like, yes, I have been doing things that's working, but I did the first 30 pounds the hard way. Again, the white knuckle counting points, still binge eating, you know, and struggling and just obsessing about food. Now, because I worked on my inner beliefs and my self love and I manifested the perfect way, because I wanted this, by the way, I like wrote it down. I was like, I. And so, by the way, I did the affirmation of, um, I, Angela Cruz Ledford, am so happy and thankful now that I weigh 129 pounds. I am so happy and thankful that my weight loss is easy and effortless because that's how I want it to be. And now it is finally there. So I finally manifested that affirmation and it took years. I don't want the listener out there to have to take years. I want the listener to make a fast shift and just do the things I've been doing over the past two months. You know, don't do the past two years, Angela stuff, because that was that was hard. I don't want it to be hard for you. I want it to be fun because life is meant to be fun. We're supposed to make manifesting fun and then therefore we manifest better. I love that. And I love that you're mentioning so much about the timing. You say about the perfect timing, which is true. And then you also mentioned before earlier in the conversation and just now that the shift, once the shift happens, the result comes quickly. So for anyone who's listening, who might be struggling and decides to take a more spiritual manifesting woo-woo approach to their weight loss or, or weight release or any other goal that you have, remember that it doesn't matter how many years you struggled with whatever your issue is. That is completely irrelevant. What matters is now and going forward. And once you shift into the mindset of I am going to, I've made this decision and I'm going to make these changes. I'm going to allow the universe, God, spirit, whatever, to help me shift towards self-love, shift towards releasing this weight. It will happen 
faster than you ever expected with grace and ease. Mm. And I love that you mentioned the ease and I love that you mentioned that you're not really worried about food anymore Mm -mm. because that's a magical type of a shift that you won't truly understand until you're in it. So from the outside perspective, we can always say, hey, love yourself and everything's going to be easy. (laughs) But it's until that you're in it and you actually look back and say, oh, I get it now that you that you truly internalize that lesson. So I want to know what if if you have one, what was the thing that kind of helped you flip the switch and make that shift into self-love? Because you mentioned so many great resources. You mentioned so many great techniques that you used, but you said that it was the shift to self-love that really, you know, ramped things up. So was there one thing that kind of made that shift or was it a culmination? And what would you suggest for someone who's like, I'm on my self-love journey. What do I do next? I don't think I did a good job of explaining it earlier. I'm going to try really hard. I need to pray. Let me pray. I'm like, Archangel Michael, please give me the right words to say, to put into words what I'm literally trying to communicate. So I realize, first of all, it's a choice because you can always choose. You can choose to be happy. You can choose to be grateful. You can choose to stay in a state of joy. It is a choice. So let's get that out of the way. For me, I think what I needed to realize was that I was withholding the happiness because I thought I needed to be thin to deserve to feel happy. And whenever I realized, because it was my health coach that asked me, what, you know, do you realize, do you truly understand that that feeling you think you'll have at 129 pounds, you can actually have that feeling today? She asked me that question. I wrote it down and it was almost like the floodgates of heaven open. I was like, what? Like I, I literally at that moment realized I don't love myself because I'm not thin. What the heck? Why can't I just love myself now? Why can't I just be perfect at 200 pounds? And then, like, I think it was at that moment that I was like, I am going to choose. I'm going to decide to love myself now. And you, Danny, said, treat yourself like someone who loves herself would. And so now I do. Now I make time for self-care. Like, I meditate. I'm committed to my meditation practice. I never did before Reiki with you. I was a struggle. In fact, my health coach would tell you. She'll be like, "Mm, girl, you are always telling me you could not meditate. And then I just made that shift and I can, you know, um, the meditation was good. The deciding to love myself. Um, the the reason I talked about brain over binge, I will go into it. I'll give like a, a, a 90 second explanation of what it tells you. But by the way, I still think your listeners need to read the book, especially if you're like me and you're a visual learner. Maybe somebody out there listening is an audio learner. Like I think my husband's an audio learner. Like you can hear it, you can absorb it and apply the principles. For me, until I read the words, it means nothing. So I listened to the author of the book's podcast. I listened to her YouTube videos, the, the Never Binge Again like Dr. Glenn Livingston, I think is his name. I listened to his podcast and YouTube videos. Nothing sank in, Danny. Nothing, you know, nothing sank in until I read the book. And it was like at midnight, gosh, how many weeks ago now? Six, seven, eight weeks ago, I was lying in bed with my quilt up to my chin because, you know, I'm scared of ghosts. And, (laughs) And I was reading that book and I was on my Kindle reading that book. And all of a sudden I read the chapters, the middle chapters, which talk about your brain psychology. So everybody start paying attention right now. Cause I'm about to tell you the goods. I'm about to tell you the goods. And this is not just for binge eating addiction. It is for any addiction. 
any addictive behavior that you have, which is can be addicted to gambling, addicting to overspending money, you know, overeating was mine, um, addicting to addicted to needing attention, addicting to social media. I was also addicted to social media, um, addicting to approval of people. You could be addicted to porn. You could be addicted to cocaine. It doesn't matter. Any addictive behavior. This is what's wrong with you with your brain. Just remember, it's not you. It's your monkey brain because we have two. Oh, I got back up and tell tell them about the, the the premonition you gave me, or not the premonition, the um the reading that you gave me. So you had actually told me. So y'all y'all need to y'all need to get Danny. She's good. She's real good. <laughs> she got me good, y'all. She got me so good. Like you are actually you are literally part of my weight loss story. So Danny had told me. Gosh, I don't remember how long ago you had texted me because I was like, Danny, Danny, what's up? And you were like, you, you texted me. You're like, you have a rule or a belief in the front of your brain that needs to heal. And I said, I don't know what this girl is talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I know you were giving me a spirit led message. Like you even, I think you had told me, you don't even remember saying that because you were, you know, the spirit was moving through you. So whenever you told me that I stored it in my brain, like, okay, I, I need to pay attention whenever, um, whenever I find something that aligns with that. So it was like a week or two or three letters or uh, a week or two or three later that I even had paid attention to the book Brain Over Binge because I already owned that book. And it was like that book had been sitting in my Kindle for a year and nothing was happening. I was never reading it. And then something on Google or something, I don't even remember what it was, but I realized Brain Over Binge was about the front of your brain like your prefrontal cortex. And so when I started reading it, I said, this must be what Danny told me to look for. So when I started reading, I started paying heavy attention and I like flew through that book in one night. And basically what happens is that the front of your brain, your prefrontal cortex is the higher level thinking brain. Your subcortex is like your animalistic brain. You know, you could call it your monkey brain, your pig brain, your lizard brain. It doesn't matter. It's like your evolutionary brain that's lower level. That's where ego lives. That's where fear lives. Those are your, you know, kind of survival instincts, if you will, but they're lower like Neanderthal caveman kind of thinking. And Dr. Glenn Livingston with Never Binge Again explains it like your Neanderthal brain, your monkey brain is like when you meet something in the wild, you will either want to eat it, kill it, or mate with it. And it's your higher level thinking brain, your prefrontal cortex, that's actually who you are. So what you need to realize, you got to separate yourself from your addictive desires. You have to realize those addictive desires, they do not serve you. Therefore, you separate from them because that is not who you are. That is why I am is important. You are not your lower thinking brain. You are not your desires. So my desire to eat a box of cornflakes was not who I was. That was my lower level thinking brain because for some reason I had absorbed the message that I needed to overeat to survive. I'm not doing a good job explaining you. That's why you got to read the book Brain Over Binge. But in the you book are doing Brain a Over great Binge, job. okay, because I feel like I'm not doing a good job. But the book Brain Over Binge talks about how you somehow connect the feeling of like the urge to binge, you have that urge because you think you need to binge to survive. And it could be triggered by different things. For me, it was emotions, like any emotion I felt, like any strong emotion, happiness, sadness, whatever, trigger the urge to binge eat. And then I would feel the, the urge. Now, this book, uh, Never, Been a, Never Binge Again, she also talks about how a lot of times, most of the time, actually, we will 
binge eat just to alleviate the urge to binge eat. So if you use your prefrontal cortex, which is actually, by the way, this was the empowering statement that really was the game changer for me. Your prefrontal cortex is the part of your brain that makes all your actions. Like 100% of your actions comes from your prefrontal cortex. Your Mm -hmm. instincts and your desires come from your lower level monkey brain, but yet your prefrontal cortex drives your actions. So when you realize that you have the power, you have the power, it's this boom, shift, whoa, I don't have to binge eat. And that was when my desire to binge eat disappeared, literally once I read that book. Because what I realized was like, oh, my gosh, I have the power to not binge eat. And saying that statement may sound stupid or so silly or overly simple, but that's really what it was. I, for some reason, had not realized that I had the power to choose not to binge eat because it was a choice. And I really truly believe that I felt that I had to binge eat to survive because that was my lower monkey brain. And I was so used to giving into the urge to binge eat. I didn't even think twice. Like if I felt like binging, I was going to go binge. Like wasn't even a question when I read that book and I realized, whoa, I am not my urge to binge eat. Whoa. My prefrontal cortex is driving all 100% of my actions. And so therefore I can use my prefrontal cortex to decide to not binge eat and just not binge eat then I'm done. I sat up in bed. I took a selfie and I posted it on my Weight Watchers app. And I was like, y'all, I just had a major personal breakthrough. And I think that was uh, March 11th. I think that was the last day I ever felt a desire to binge eat because since then I've been like, what binge? What, what binge? What is binging? I don't even know what binges is. You know, like it's not even, it doesn't cross my mind. So I just feel like I'm living a dream life. Like I would look at other people who had lost weight and was like, how can I have that? I want that. How did you do it? And I would just, you know, I would obsessively watch their YouTube videos, what they ate in a day. I would obsessively, mm-hmm. you know, follow them on Instagram. Like, what did she eat for lunch? Because I was obsessed with the food because I thought the food was what mattered. And then once I realized, and this is where I hope one day, maybe, if I ever work with Weight Watchers, I'm going to manifest that I'm going to work with them. And I hope that I'll be able to help them provide the missing spiritual woo-woo component because that's it. That is the missing link. Now, don't get me wrong. Food's important. You got to have the you know caloric deficit to go down on the scale. But I mean, we all know every person who's got one pound of weight on them that they want to lose, everybody knows calorie counts. Everybody knows fat and carbs and macronutrients. We know all the workouts to do at the gym. But it's until, for me, until you make that shift spiritually, you're not going to get where you want to go. And at least if you do, it won't be easy. And then you'll still struggle your whole life. Do you want that? That doesn't sound fun to me. Do it the way I'm doing it. Do it fun to <laughs> I love it. I really love it. You have given so many gems here today. I mean, all the links to everything that Angela mentioned will be in the show notes, guys. So don't worry. But I mean, she's given you books. She's given you hella tactics, mindset shifts, soul shifts. I mean, this is fantastic. So thank you for the wealth of information that you have given to our listeners today. I'm curious what is your daily practice? So, I mean, clearly manifesting is a big part of your life. Do you have a morning routine? Do you just do things as they pop up, as you realize you need, okay, I need to get centered. Let me do a little meditation. Or do you have a a set practice each day? Yeah, I am a prayer. You know, um, I believe in prayer because what they say is that, you know, you pray, that is the asking, then you meditate, that is the receiving and the stillness. So, I, as soon as I wake up, I pray. 
And, you know, I basically my prayer is thank you, you know, like, thank you for this beautiful day and for, you know, allowing me to wake up. So I start the day with prayer. I'm trying new things. So what I'm about to tell you with my daily practice is all new, but again, I'm a new person now. I literally feel like I'm not even the me I was two months ago when you came and did Reiki on me. Um, I start my day with prayer. I try to start my day with a meditation. I'm trying, it's not working, but I'm trying hard not to look at my email for at least 10 minutes because Abraham Hicks was like, you know, don't, don't look at your email as long as you can because it lowers your vibration. And maybe that's, this is maybe a little too woo woo for your listeners. Cause a lot of times, you know, when you talk about manifesting and then you start talking about vibrations, which is like the scientific part of it, it gets a little overwhelming for people, but basically your energy is basically you are vibration and the higher your vibration, the happier you're feeling, the more you're manifesting and becoming a magnet for what you want. So I'm trying to keep that high vibration going, but you know, I got to check my email cause I'm a corporate woman. Got to check it. I do PR, you know, you got to be plugged in. So then, um, I take care of my baby. You know, I have a whole morning routine with him. I um, I make him breakfast. I have like a little coffee with some, you know, a little protein shake in it. I do my Weight Watchers thing. It, it's shocking to me because in the past, what I would do is I would sit down every night and plan out what I was going to eat the next day. That was the only way I could keep myself on track. Now I'm like, what do I feel like eating? Oh, I'll have a grilled cheese sandwich for lunch. And I'm so happy that I can eat like this. But the good news is because I've done Weight Watchers so long. I don't have to think too hard because I have kind of the foods that I know instantly how many points are, you know. Um, But I'm just so happy, Danny. I'm just so happy. My daily practice, I believe that's important. The actionable tips for people listening. Every day, I write in a gratitude journal at night, like every day. I also um, have been doing some evening walks. I've got to tell you, my happiest point of my day is when I do my evening walks with my son in his stroller. And I do it for like an hour. And I mean, listen, from the physical point of it, it's good for weight loss, but really it's my, my free time, you know, because I'm like, I'm checking the check boxes of I'm spending time with my son, even though he's really just sitting in the stroller, you know, but he gets some outside <laughs> time. So I feel good about it. I get some outside time. I'll either talk on the phone. A lot of times I'll listen to YouTube videos that are very woo woo, you know, about manifesting or whatever I feel like. Um, I definitely think the gratitude journal is important. I think the med- um, meditation is important. I, this is super woo-woo, but I'm just going to put it out there because if people have listened this far to me, <laughs> if they've listened this long, they must be really <laughs> invested in what I'm saying. I just started doing the chakra balancing exercises, like the fifth Yay. chakra. Yeah, I did it. And I think that I look younger already because <laughs> they say that you do these chakra balancing exercises. And I read it in this book called Detox Your World by Shazi. She's a raw foodist. And I found these little chakra balancing exercises that Tibetan monks had created or whatever. And they say that these monks look like half their age. I'm like, I want to look half my age. And I, just, I swear to you, I feel like I really do look younger. I'm like, I'm not going to need Botox, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to need Botox anymore. This is great. So um, I do those chakra balancing exercises. I also recently, like a week ago, started Kundalini. Ooh, so yes. Yeah. But I just do like a little bit of it, like, you know, five minutes because, you know, I ain't got time. But mm. I do a little Kundalini for my spine before I do the chakra exercises. So I'm telling you, people listening are like, oh my goodness, this girl is way woo-woo. And I'm like, trust me, so I look like this. They're into before. it. They're into it or they wouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> but guess what's working, people? Guess what's working? So that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to tell you. I love it. I love how you so seamlessly blend the science, the psychology, uh, the biology, (laughs) 
And the woo, I just, it's so seamless. I love that you are just a living, breathing representation of how seamless that it is. And you're having these results that cannot be denied by any skeptic on either side of the coin. I, I just love it. Is, do you have a last message I do. for listeners? I do. So I'm actually going to give this message and it's actually a little bit of credit to actually a lot of credit to you as well, because I believe in getting a coach. I believe in hiring a coach and you, I know you do all kinds of different coaching and you're fantastic. Like I already believe in you, which is why I'm like, you know, anything you need from me, just ask. I, you know, I got your back. You had my back. You know, you had my back. You were an instrumental part. Here's why I think it's important for you to hire a coach. So at this phase, I, you know, I had gone to you for Reiki. I go to another lady for spiritual mediumship. I go to my health coach for the physical things. You know, um, I had a beach body coach for working out. Like I believe that when you spend money on someone else to kind of hold your hand and walk you through a place where they have a level of expertise that you either wish you had or, or you admire them or, or you know that they're farther along in their journey, let them help you. And I also believe spend the money because it sends a message to your subconscious mind that you're like, I'm worth it. And I'm taking this seriously. So I had never had a health coach before. I'd never done Reiki before. I'd never spoken with an angel medium. Like there were things I had never done. And again, when you had told me in the Reiki session, you're like, you got to throw everything at it. I threw everything at it and it all worked. And you had also told me, you're like one thing, it's not going to be one thing. It's going to be multiple things. And so some people listening might misinterpret and say, okay, well, I need to just go read brain over binge, which by the way, if you were like, Angela, if you had to boil it down to one thing, what it'd be, I'd be like, all right, go read brain over binge. Right. However, however, you can read brain over binge and you can overcome your binge eating addiction and still not love yourself. Are you hearing me, people? This is important. This is very important for you to understand because remember that we are always, you know, we're human. We're always reaching for something and it's usually love, but let's say you're reaching for a job promotion. You get that job promotion. You're still not satisfied. You reach for that next promotion. You're even more stressed out. Do you understand the cycle? So you need to really love yourself and you need to get joyful and happy. So that's why I'm like, yes, read Brain Over Binge, but also do the other things. Like also do the inner belief stuff and the inner you know, self-love stuff. And oh, I forgot to give this tip to you. This is important. You and I talked about this before. I also listen to subliminals. That's part of my daily practice. I'll put in my earbuds when I'm like washing dishes or whatever. And I will listen to... Um, subliminal manifest abundance. I had st- I don't listen to these anymore because I feel like I really am loving myself very well. But before I had made this huge shift, I was listening to uh, subliminal love yourself things. So whatever you feel a lack in, listen to subliminals because it helps reprogram your subconscious mind. So the, I, I started to say the one thing was hire a coach, but I, I'm bringing it back to that because I do think that a lot of people struggle with the payment of the money, especially in times right now where f- things feel so tight in the economy and everything. However, I'm like, money is so easy to come by. It's abundant. Just remember that we're all manifestors. So if you're like, okay, well, I don't really want to pay $125 to do a coaching session or whatever. I don't even know. Just remind yourself, what is the cost of my happiness? Because I knew for me, I was like, if I have to pay $2,000, I'm going to do it. Listen, I paid $6,000 to correct my underbite worth every penny. 
worth every penny because I was self-conscious about it. I would spit on people when I would talk. And a year ago this month, I got my braces off and now my teeth are the bomb. But I paid $6,000. That was worth it for me. So y'all, listen, if this girl right here can pay $6,000 for some teeth, you can pay however many few hundreds of dollars to hire Danny to be your health coach or whoever to be your health coach or a beach body coach or whatever you think you need. Pay that money because you're going to look back and be like, wow, I got to a level with this person that I would not have been able to get to without their help. Yeah, I I agree with you wholeheartedly on the spending the money part because it's very you can find the information on your own for free online somewhere and mm-hmm. piece it together and mm-hmm. make it work. People do it. it. It has been done. But that's the white knuckling that you were talking about before. And everything is energy, right? Yep. Everyone listening here has a base knowledge about the woo, right? So we already know that everything is energy, including money. And for there to be success, there needs to be an even energy exchange. So if you come to me and get 10 tips for free, you might not even act on any of those right. tips. Preach it. Preach it. But if I make you pay me $444 to get that month of 10 tips, you're going to take action because you know what? I invested in this. Yep. Subconsciously, you're telling yourself, I'm worth this money. I, I deserve to get my money's worth. From That's it. Right, girl. So you'll take the action. And whether it's me or anyone else, I mean, you do, I know you do media training, media coaching. I'm expensive because I'm good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Exactly. Like, I don't even play about that. I'm like, y'all, psh, I'm $1,000. Like that, and that's cheap, by the way. And I still, I'm like, mm, I'm the bomb because I'm like, if you want my expertise in media training, you're gonna get what you pay for, you know? Because I'm telling you, I will do it for a thousand, but you're gonna hire other companies that are like seven thousand, you know? But you, when you do, you pay that thousand dollars, and then you're like, golly, at the end of it, you're like, I am so confident doing my first ever TV interview because I know exactly what to expect because I hired an expert, you know? Well, there you go. You're welcome. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah, you got to have that energy exchange. Yeah, dude, like I'm so glad you said too that the information's out there for free because 100%, I'm not going to tell you anything you don't already know, but I'm going to sit one-on-one with you. I'm going to look you in the eye when well, now it's going to be digital because, you know, coronavirus. But like, you know, I'm going to be focused on you and you're going to be like, well, I have to do this because I got the coach. It just makes a huge difference. Again, that's why people who hire personal trainers also see physical gains more quickly because they got somebody focusing. Like you just said, it's energy. Somebody's focusing their energy on them. You know, my sister's a personal trainer and like her clients see success because she whoops their butt. You know, it's like you got to do what you got to do and take it seriously and send the message to your subconscious mind that this is important to you. If you're like, listen, I'm going to pay however much money for this personal trainer, or I'm going to pay this much money for a health coach, or I'm going to hire this person to, uh, you know, uh, help me with this such and such addiction. You know, I'm going to hire somebody to, to help me with my social media addiction. They're going to teach me organization so that my, my schedule is set. I don't care what your addiction is, overcome it by putting the effort in. And by the way, again, I am literally a crazy success story because mine happened so fast, like so fast. So I'm like, trust me, if you got a girl sitting in front of you who has struggled for almost 40 years, cause I'm 39, man, 39 years, 39 years. And suddenly boom, and y'all, I'm telling you, if you don't follow me on social media, y'all best be watching because I'm about to look real good. <laughs> well, that's a perfect segue because my next question was, where can we find you? What are you going to be up to next? Tell everybody. Yes. So 
YouTube is where I'm going to start focusing a lot of energy. I, as of today, when I'm talking to you, I've been doing all the woo-woo stuff. You know, you came on my channel. You know, I've been doing woo-woo because I'm like, that's what I feel like doing right now. However, the angels say that I need to do food because you got to remember the, the people who are listening to this, I think are enlightened, you know, but the masses were like me two months ago. They're like trying to find the answer in food. So I got to hook them with the food. There it is. Follow me on YouTube. I'm on everything is Angela Cruz tube. My username is um, Angela Cruz tube on literally everything, but my YouTube will probably be like food, but the way I'm going to do it. And the angels told me to do this. I got to hook them with the food, but I'm going to sprinkle in this woo woo stuff. Like as I'm stirring the batter for my pancakes, I'll be like, by the way, do you love yourself? Let's talk about it. You know, so, so I'm going to hit him with the real stuff in the pancake batter. That's how it goes. Mm -hmm. Got to do it. Oh, I'm so excited for you. I love this new journey. I am so excited for your success. Happy to have had a small part in it. Mm -hmm. Love that you're part. making the choices each day. No, honey, you. I told you before, you are making these the decisions daily of what you put in your mouth, how much you move, that you are still doing these practices, the praying, the meditating, the gratitude, the walks, the everything, you know, you are making these choices. And I love that it's coming to you with ease and grace. And I love that you shared so much from the heart with my listeners. I think this is something that people are going to want to listen to over and over because you dropped bombs. You dropped love bombs in this. <laughs> that makes me happy. I'm glad we're raising each other's vibration and more magnet. And everyone who hears it. Yes. Yes. Good. So I'm excited. And um, yeah, so everyone... Follow Angela Cruz Tube. We got to watch her journey to being a um, Weight Watchers ambassador. And everyone, pick up that O magazine that she's in. Holler. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. And to everyone listening, thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you in a week.